Welcome back to Vision in the Valley. So this is the month of February, and like many people, I'm reminded of love and the beauty of it all. The love for God, love for ourselves, and the love for others. And there are a couple of things I want to dig into this month. However, today, I want to talk about the love for self. And this is really just part one of that. So our love for ourselves is a direct connection to our love for the Lord and how we see ourselves through his eyes. If you know that you're special to him, then things are different for you. If you know that he loved you first, things are different. If you know that your quest to be in alignment with his word and his will for your life, that it's a journey and not a destination, then things are different. So let's just assume that we're all in a point where we know that we know that things are different because we know the love of our God. So just because you know that love, just because you know that you are love doesn't mean that you're not going to have moments And I call them valley moments, those low places where you feel defeated, you feel like you're on your own, you feel like you've 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 run a good race, but you're weary now. Um, No one is it's not moving exactly in the in the time that you thought it would move. And so you're kind of in a low valley moment that happens to all of us. The alignment, if you will, the journey of the alignment is not again, it's not a destination. So you don't just get there one day like you've arrived. It's a journey. It's the entirety of your life. So you're going to have some valley moments and that's okay. And we need to remember that we're not in it alone. It's not the only, you're not the only one to experience it. And it's not going to be the only time that you experience it. The difference between before you knew the Lord and his love for you and now is how you deal with those low valley moments, right? So I was listening to a podcast. This is just a snippet of it with Taraji P. Henson and Angie Martinez. And I, I guess Angie Martinez has a podcast. She talks to a lot of celebrities and I don't know the name of it or anything like that. But I had, a, like I said, I, I heard a little snippet of it. And the thing that caught me off guard was that Taraji, who we all come to love and kind of relate to from woman to woman from black girl rock power to just someone starting from the the bottom and and pulling her way up she was actually pretty upset she was crying and the header said I feel like I'm in the fight for my life you could hear her talk to it about how people look up to her and they're counting on her And she said she didn't feel like a hero. And she was pretty distraught. I applaud her because during this time frame, uh, Angie Martinez had mentioned that if this is something that she was okay or was not okay with, she would have been happy to cut it out, edit it out of the uh, podcast. But Taraji was very adamant about no people need to hear this. People need to hear me say this. I'm in agreement with that. But when she said she didn't feel like a hero, I started to think about it. Like, well, who is she comparing herself to? Who does she think a hero is? Right? So I stopped in that moment because I know for a fact that I've gone through that. I know 
people very close to me have gone through that. And I'm thinking about my daughter in particular feeling like, and she's not said this to me, but just feeling like there are so many people who are, who are looking up to me. So many people who have already had these preconceived expectations about what my life should be like. And sometimes what we think of ourselves, oftentimes I should say this, what we think of ourselves is really the precursor for that, that little trap. You have people who look up to you and are counting on you, sure. But the people who are in that seat usually hold their own selves to fire in a different way than anyone else can. And I know that I am that person. So when I was thinking about it, I said, you know, this is very relatable and you'll have to speak to this because this is what's happening. We are in a great space. We're doing great things, but it still doesn't seem like it's enough. And the enemy will use a moment of confusion, a moment of weariness to make us think it's bigger than just that moment or perhaps that we won't get out of it or we or we're not living up to the expectation so I'm going to stop right there for a second and kind of talk about my love for nature you've heard me talk about I love nature channels like first of all I am not the one to put on some hiking gear and a backpack and get out in the wilderness that is not the kind of love and appreciation for nature I'm talking about I love reading about nature. I love watching the nature shows. I remember being, I don't know, 10, 11. And um, I always had money because I worked. I started working at a very early age. So I remember sending off for National Geographic. I started to, uh, (laughs) I subscribed to the National Geographic. People who know me were like, yeah, that's so, that's so Quan. That sounds about right. But anyway, I've had this love for nature for a long time and I still watch shows. You hear me speak on them throughout the podcast. And this particular episode I was watching was about peacocks. And by this time, you guys know that the peacocks that we refer to usually, the one with the beautiful, brilliant colors and feathers, those are male peacocks. But for the purpose of what I'm talking about today it doesn't matter whether they're male or female but just that little tidbit of information those are males but I was watching how brilliant the the colors were and it always makes me think about how awesome God is because he puts such intentionality into every single thing every single species every it's just it just amazes me in a way that I I just get excited every time I think about it and I'm watching the peacock kind of strut about and the commentator or the narrator, I should say, said, but its feathers are weighing it down. So the peacocks are truly flightless birds. So they have the ability to take a little, you know, they'll run a little bit, jump, and then they'll, they're able to get up on top so they'll roost. They they can fly if you if you call it flying. They can fly long enough to get into a roosting position, settling for the night or getting away from a predator, right? That's just it. So when I heard the narrator make that comment, I was thinking like all oh, that beauty and they and they can't fly. Their feathers are weighing them down. Wow, that is so terrible. That's so sad, right? The beauty is weighing them down. 
So when I thought originally that I speak to you about it, I was going to go in a different direction. But then I connected what was happening with Taraji and what's happening with a lot of us with this flightless bird. So the Lord blesses us with favor according to our ability, right? So the flightless bird can't compare himself to the eagle. He's staying in his own lane. He's not walking around wondering what flight is like because although he cannot fly, he's been given the brilliance of these these majestic feathers that people love that he knows he knows what he's holding on to he knows what he has and so instead of comparing himself to another bird a flyer he's not doing that and then he probably isn't comparing himself to any other creature even even the flightless birds because again the blessings are according to our abilities so when I think about Taraji And when I think about myself or my daughter or anyone who is like just in doing great things, moving according to God's will, doing what they believe they've been called to do, and they get into a a low valley moment, remember that you are blessed, that your favor comes from God according to your ability. In fact, last Sunday, we were covering Psalm 30 and 5, and uh, Pastor Hannah was talking about the favor that lasts a lifetime. And I absolutely loved, because this is a, a scripture that's been covered many times before, but I love that our shepherds have the anointing to bring that same message and bring new energy to it so that you're, you're still walking away with something that you'd not thought about before or you thought about it in a different season. And so it means something different for you. So he says, it takes a lot to live under favor for the rest of your life. That's strong because it takes a lot. You know, we, we love the idea of being favored, having favor with God. But along with that favor comes this tremendous responsibility. And the enemy is very strategic in that when there's an opening for, you know, from some confusion or I'm tired or things didn't go as as I thought they should have, then, you know, I must I must not be doing the job well enough. I must not be doing it fast enough. I must not be reaching the number that I'm supposed to reach, whatever it is that's what's happening to you. It's because it's it's hard to live with that favor for a lifetime. But at the same time, that favor is what catapulted us to where we are, to where we're headed. So to bring those two things together, I'm just I'm just reminded that if we are favored according to our ability, that means that what you've been given by the Lord, that uniqueness about you, whether it's Taraji and her ability to act or you teaching or your leadership ability, whatever that unique thing is, your creative ability, whatever that thing is, you have been given favor according to that ability. Stay in that lane. Stop judging yourself against the next person, the next bird, right? Stay in your lane first and foremost. And then if you know that that's your calling, it is okay to be tired. 
It's okay to be weary. We're human and it's going to happen. But you also need to know that if you're doing what you've been called to do, you've already been the hero. The hero to me is the person who does the thing they need to do and is not for themselves. Be okay with your ability to do the thing that you've been called to do. And that's enough. So sometimes our assignments is just to show off our feathers. Be okay with who God created you to be. If you're a peacock, your assignment is to show the world the beauty of your colors and your grace. Be an instrument of inspiration Because being a vessel to inspire the next person to be their best is more than enough. It's actually a blessing for you and those who you inspire. And yeah, the feathers are heavy and they prevent you from doing some other things. But the spotlight is on you and you need those feathers for the brilliant strut you do that only you can do. He didn't choose everyone to be a peacock because he gave us favor according to our ability. He gave you those heavy feathers because he knew he could trust you with it. He knew that you could handle it. You wouldn't just drag them, but that you would definitely raise them high and strut. You would represent. So strut. And while you're strutting, while you're doing the thing that comes natural to you, doing the thing that is natural for you, you're also inspiring people. And to me, that's what a hero is. So will you just please strut? I can't wait to talk to you soon.